Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. It's Pride Month, you know. It is Pride Month. True. Fact. Preach. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Why not? <laughs> sure. <it>. Okay. <laughs> yeah, why not? Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. Once again, I am Mark. I am Justin, and Kevin looks different. Because <laughs> my name's Brian. Oh. Oh, that explains it. <laughs> Brian, did you eat Kevin? Yes, twice. Oh. <laughs> Just checking. Just checking. Consumed his beard power and spit it out even further. Yeah, but so, I, I didn't collect the soul. That's why it's still red. Ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> um, so, anyway. You've used that one before. Yeah. About my hair color, though. This, everybody, is Brian Malone. He's one of our uh, friends from LIBME, a new member that uh, superfan Greg Kelly and I basically uh, attacked and forced to join. And uh, he's now... Um, been Munchhausen into loving LIBME and everything beer. <laughs> and he was kind enough to join us on this day where Kevin was unable to, and he brought homebrew for us to drink as well. So, Oh, and also, by the way, for anybody keeping track, this is the gentleman that brought us back the sack of beer from uh, North Carolina. Yeah, we have some of that coming up. We're going to record today. We're going to record some of the Yeehaw beers. Um, okay, I'm very excited about that. I wish uh, I wish they would uh, have some kind of other fucked up shit and label on those Yeehaw beers, but we can talk about that on, well, in that episode. I have ideas on how they could really just play up the whole Yeehaw thing. Yeah. I also wish it was called Yeehaw and they played the uh, the show on loop the way that Tap and Barrel does with uh, Big Lebowski. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Back to back to your home, bro. So they're more of a family friendly uh, brewery. Oh, really? Yeah, more of like a uh, vacation style spot. You know, so basically, uh, and I'm drawing a blank on the name of the brewery now, but the ones that uh, Joanne and Taylor got us mm. with the shotgun Betty. Yeah, I don't remember what the hell the name of the brewery was. No, me neither. So this we're drinking first is your what? Chocolate coconut. The your Chocolate bre- coconut porter. Your yeah. brewing, brewing brew duel. duel. Yeah, yeah. This was the brew duel with the Steve. loser. Yeah, this was the loser. Yeah, I enjoy this. I remember enjoying this beer before. It, uh, it's interesting. So, how did you put the coconut in there? Explain the process. What you did. <clears throat> so I just brewed a. It was mostly so it was caramel sixty two row, uh, special roast, for primary fermentation. I. Uh, I did uh, Black Prince, uh, Cold Steep on the stove, uh, just for the color, and cause I didn't want to get much assurance out of it. Uh, actually, no, I, I didn't. I didn't use Black Prince. I used uh, chocolate malt. Oh, okay. Uh, thinking about the Black IPA. <clears throat> uh, but I cold steeped it to try to get most of the chocolate flavor out of it. And then after like three weeks, I did secondary with uh, cocoa nibs and flaked toasted coconut. Huh. Um, that sat for about a month secondary um i kind of forgot about it just kind of left it there <laughs> so I, brewed, I, I brewed it you know a month in advance or like two months in advance from the actual brew duel so i was like yeah screw it just leave it in there it'll get better with time right and uh then sometimes had, that works out well sometimes the airlock runs dry yeah and no, you're like no, oh fuck <laughs> i when i it's like down in my basement every day at time every once a week i did laundry just, oh yeah check it check out it, yeah and then i happened to have a pellicle seem like on top of this but that was my one of my favorite text messages of all time. <laughs> yeah. I'm in Philadelphia and I get a text message. Is this okay? I'm like, no, that's <laughs> yeah. not okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll be okay. Everything's going to be fine. And then I'm like, did you sanitize the coconut? You're like, yeah, it's 7%. Everything will be fine. And yeah. All I can think to myself is, when's the last time you saw 7% rubbing alcohol being used in a hospital? Like, <laughs> yeah. you should ask should ask Maggie about that one first. Yeah, no, I've, I've only, been <laughs> yeah. Brewing, only been brewing for 14 months. It's my first time doing yeah. secondary also. That's fine. Um, but Listen, the, we all make big fuck-ups like that. This has been in the it. bottle for over a month now, and it, oh. it didn't explode. So I don't think actually anything got really infected because it doesn't taste sour it doesn't you know have any real off flavors that weren't there never know what the bug was I mean, it could have been anything yeah. so well, we're drinking it now yeah. so. <laughs> i think i get like a little bit of uh and like you know i'm not trying to shit on it i get like a little bit of maybe like a, a butteriness on the finish mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm trying to maybe is related yeah no i have a there's a, also there's brown sugar in it uh two pounds of brown sugar per, for 10 gallons I'm thinking it you know, that could be there, but I'm also thinking it's possible that the coconut may uh, kind of give off that maybe a little suntan. Oh, you think thing. it's like the coconut yeah. oil? Yeah, yeah, that's be, possible too. Yeah, 
I, and speaking of that, I I, I, I don't yeah. really like I don't taste the coconut very strongly, but Neither it has a nice I. chocolate flavor. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, when this was fresh, the chocolate was really really coming through amazing. Um, it kind of getting more towards the coffee aspect now as it sits. I really wanted to let this bottle sit for a year, two years, and then open it, but you guys invited me here, so I figured I'd crack it open. It's my last one, so I appreciate it. Dude, that. it's really good. It's yeah. pretty. It, I, what I enjoy about it is the the mouthfeel, especially the creaminess. Not like the the weight of it on my tongue, but when I swallow it, it gives you the like a viscosity that really gets all the flavors as I'm swallowing it. I uh, took second place in spiced and fruit vegetable and uh, the beer competition. So. I, ju- I judge this. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's funny that I didn't know it was yours either because I'm like, man, whose is this? It didn't even occur to me that it was from the duel. Like, I, you know, yeah. that day was such a <laughs> complete mind fuck. I couldn't remember anything. <laughs> the competition, yeah, yeah. People coming over, like, where's my judge? What happened to him? But like, I don't know. He fell off a cliff. Find someone else. Just get someone. <laughs> Are they breathing? Can they write? Use them. Can <laughs> script. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had one more beer that I was going to bring, but. I asked the wife. She's like, no, we're holding on to that one. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> That's okay. She, she and Maggie can overrule yeah, us yeah. anytime. That's no big it's, deal at all. It's a lemon wheat beer that I made a while back for my friend's wedding. <clears throat> I was, I did I did get to have some of that. That was pretty tasty. Uh, I think that one took third yeah. in that competition. Which one was that? Uh, lemon wheat. It's a lemon drop hops, 50% wheat, and two-row or pilsner. I, I, can't, I think I did 50 pilsner, 50 two-row. Okay. All right, yeah, I remember you talking about it. I think I abstained from tasting it, though. <laughs> yeah, well, the the lemon. Yeah, you're not the. Both Mark and I are not fans of lemon. Mark yeah. is much more much more aggressively hates lemon. Um, I was making a crowd pleaser for the wedding. It I went. Through, oh, I'm sure it was. I yeah. went through ten gallons over my friend's wedding. So, and there was obviously people drinking everything else. Too, yes. Really, you know. But it was nice to have everybody coming up to me like, "How did you make this? You made this? Wait a minute!" And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah, we made it in the backyard." Yeah, I always tell people when in my bathtub. Ask, yeah, I tell people in my bathtub or in my toilet. Those are the two things I tell them I use. Pronounced turlet, turlet, right? Yeah, well, especially yes, the fancy ones. The fancy ones you use for fermenting are definitely called yeah. turlets. Um, while we're finishing up the the last bit of this, because I, I want to enjoy it, um, can you tell us a little bit of, like why and how you started brewing? Uh, same friend's wedding. He had an engagement party. One of his friends brewed a beer for that. I think it was an Oktoberfest because it was in September. Uh, he forgot a ball lock fitting, and I lived next to Brew and Beyond uh, when he was up here yeah. uh, in Calverton. And I was like, oh, I'll go grab that for you because, you know, it's, it's around the block from my house before I show up. Go in there. I was like, look at this. It's pretty cool. I could probably do this. <laughs> that was in September. And uh, Danny was like, sure, just, you know, come in and we'll make you a light beer because I like light beer. I still do. I still like trash beer. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, yeah. No. Um, turns out they're actually pretty hard to brew <laughs> yes <laughs> and well at least but so i went in there got that the wife put me down on the mailing list so then i was starting to get emails from them like i may i'll show up to one of these events that's where i met you yep uh went in there uh got stuff and then the wife said if you buy any equipment now i'll kill you because i'm buying you for christmas because that's <laughs> telling how i roll you know i love i could hear her say it like if i had a like that yeah that's that's yeah. probably about right so she bought me like the you know the advanced kit with the glass carboy and stuff like that and uh i got a cream ale like extract kit did that turned out great my friend's actually in a relationship now because of that beer <laughs> sitting down in the basement <laughs> drinking it and then uh, they wound up you know canoodling <laughs> i feel like you need to like if they get married you have to rebrew that beer yeah. i don't name it canoodling yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 4 a.m it was like well, where do you guys probably go now and like because i i wound up blowing off so much that the alcohol content was, it was supposed to be like you know four or five or something oh, like so that. Like seven. Oh. yeah <laughs> which everybody was like how are we getting so fucking up off this sorry for cursing I don't, don't you know, curse no, all you want yeah it's no fine. yeah we're listed as explicit because i grew up on a fishing yeah, boat nah. <laughs> not a big cursor but you know yeah uh, after that, I did two or three more extract batches, and then I switched to all grain. I did like direct fire recirculation, and then I brewed my. Because the wife told me you're basically making boxed cake if you're using kits of somebody else's <laughs> stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm going all grain now, and started doing my own recipes. It's yeah. pretty funny that she she like. That's pushed on. Yeah. Yeah, she, she was like, "Why are you being such a bitch?" Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> three thousand dollars later in equipment, right? Yeah, now she's still mad about that. <laughs> yeah. See, you should have kept your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I felt the same way. Like when I was going to start brewing, I didn't literally never brewed an extract batch. And that's not because I, I I looked down on it. I think that brewing an you know however you brew is totally fine. But like the way my mind works and the way that I get satisfaction out of stuff is I want it to be my recipe. 
I don't even like even if I see a recipe in a magazine or a book, I'm, I always change it. Yeah, I, always, I don't same. know why. I just feel compelled to make sure that it's not exactly the same thing that was done there. It's just the way that I am. Like, yeah, I, like I like looking at uh, published recipes as an idea, mm-hmm. and then I, I'll still formulate it myself. I don't. I agree with you. Like, I never want to be like, "Oh, that sounds pretty good." <laughs> I will brew this exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's, and you know, it's kind of, the only time I ever did that was actually for Chopped. I took the brown ale recipe right out of Zymergy, and it was actually fantastic. It, it, worked, it worked out great. The base was phenomenal, and ever, as everyone knows, the final beer was shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, the the beginning part was really good. So I don't know. There's definitely something to be said for following a tried and true recipe. I just can't do it. I never done it like the black ipa is technically michael dawson's like black oh, neck yeah, tattoo yeah. or whatever says evil yeah uh as the basis but i can't get a couple of grains so like i changed it around to like black prince and then the hops i changed a little bit too so it's his base recipe but you know it's i wouldn't say it's the same beer yeah we're doing the same thing for the the hot dog beer that we're gonna do for <laughs> crown classic we're kind of starting with the croydon is burning kind of idea like a roush beer and then we dialed back the smoke to for some reasons, and <laughs> to, let, yeah, to let the hot dog character come through. Yeah, better. I was concerned the hot, the smoked part would just blow the hot dogs right out. <laughs> He's not kidding. How no, often you hear the word even hot little, dog getting blown yeah, out? Just, yeah. <laughs> it's not even. I wish I like as I'm saying it, I die a little inside. Yeah, no. You're so right, you just watch the guy in line swallows whole hot dogs. Oh yeah, L.A. Beast. Yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> that reminds me. You'll have no reference, but I know you will. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, Mickey and the Roadster Racers was on, and you know during the opening credit sequence when Goofy jumps in his car and then he sprays water and pizza hot dogs get wet. Yeah, Dorothy was like, "Why is Pete sad that his hot dogs got wet?" I'm like, "Well, nobody likes eating wet hot dogs, honey, except for competitive eaters." But that's a different story altogether. <laughs> I love that we say things like that to our kids. I had similar, not a conversation about hot dogs, but I said something similar to Jake the other day, which was like yeah, more information that he was 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 needing. And then the whole rest of the car, I was like him trying to repeat the words that I just said, which were really complicated. <laughs> I'm like, that's not how you say it. Then how do you say it? We just kept going back and forth. So two years from now, he'll still be working on it. <laughs> um, all right, what do you got next for us? We're doing black IPA. Oh, yeah? Yes. This one should be carved correctly. Would you like to play with the toy? No, thank you. Okay. I, I watch the old guys use it all the time on the internet. That, yeah, that's where we got it from. Oh, I was talking about YouTube. Oh, <laughs> very funny. Yeah, yeah, very no, funny. Yeah. I don't think I'm that much older than you. I am. <laughs> Uh, 31. Yeah, I'm 35. It's not that bad. No. I'm 38. You could be my brother. I decided I stopped at 38. Is that okay with you? If I just stop at 38? Are you Madonna or something like that? Pretty much. That's someone's home looking at it. Oh! Jesus. It's on my pants. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. That's usually what I say. <laughs> it just comes out so naturally. My favorite part about black IPA is you look at it and obviously it looks like a stout, and then you smell it, and your brain kind of oh, the matter you, you know I knew it was coming. My brain still goes, "What the fuck?" Like, hmm. <laughs> wow, yeah, that is a tasty one. Yeah, okay. I hope you. I hope you kept some of this back. I I do have some of it. I'm Good. trying to find a competition to put it in, but there's nothing really around right now. There's a lot going on right now. I missed the cuff for a lot of them, and now the other ones like. Some of them are for like state fairs and stuff like that, and you have to be a resident of the state. I'm like, all right, that doesn't work for me. Really? It's uh, like Indiana State Fair is coming up, and that's you don't have to be a resident. It's, it's one of the largest homebrew competitions in the world. All right, I got to enter that one. Yeah, 1,200 <laughs> entries or something yeah. like that? That Yeah, I mean, that or uh, New Jersey State Fair is coming up too. I The cutoff for that okay. may have happened already. I think, I think actually, I think it was Friday. But uh, the, uh, the two New England competitions. Well, there's September and October. Yeah. Okay. There's uh, Scuba, which is the northern one, and then there's Snark, which is at two roads. <laughs> I feel like this one's going to age decently well because the, the hops didn't come. Like, the bitterness isn't all there that I really wanted. Uh, just because there is some mouthfeel still left that I kind of wanted to get a little more hop in it. But it's technically perfectly balanced. It's 6.5 and 6.5, you know, ABV. So it, it, you know, it should be perfect. Yeah, you definitely got a, you know, moderate bitterness. Um, like on the back, and yeah, you, and, and you get mall character up front. It it has some pineiness too, yeah. but it's not like it's definitely not like the dank, harsh resininess. Yeah, that's what I'm af- afraid of. That I'm going to get dinged for that because 
people that because are judging it doesn't I- have that yeah because people that are judging ipas they feel like they want an ipa like this is like your old school non-west coast style ipa but i, I think a like. black a black i mean again i'm literally have never looked into this further than the thought that i'm having right now but i think for black ipa i think that you actually want to have more not more more character than a standard west coast ipa because of the black you just don't want roast you want some yeah. of the um more character to come through but obviously still the, the hops should be the forefront mm-hmm. i like this though it's very it's beautiful tasty. Yeah. and it's black <laughs> yeah, it's a light black yeah i, I mean I go, if i'm judging and i go dark brown but and, and unfortunately well i mean which is fine it could be good it could be bad but the unfortunate thing is is that like the this is going to end up at the table with like eight nipas yeah that and four years ago six of them are probably terrible and actually to be honest with you at snark they may set they may they may break that out to a separate table yeah, that's with possible. The, with the number they get, with that's the possible. The yeah, the 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 bigger regional competitions might have enough entries to do that. I, I tried to do that um, for beer, and I was close. I just didn't have enough of the other ones. Like I didn't have enough of of the non New England IPAs yeah. to do it. Let's split off the New England IPAs. Oh shit, we've got three beers left. Yeah, yeah. we had four. We had four because we had two black IPAs, a red IPA. Uh, I'm sorry, a rye IPA, and something. Well, else. there's two rye IPAs. Oh, that was the four then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I drank those. I know. <laughs> I remember. Um, now tell us, like you, you would, you had steeped the Black Prince for this. You had said, yeah, yeah, no, uh, t- uh, twenty-four hours or so, and then uh, did a yeast starter, uh, just USO five on a stir plate for a day and a half or so. Um, Have you discovered the joy that is Malta? No, you did mention it to me. I was like, eh, but I'm just, I don't know. I, 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 still don't, I still don't do it just because, like, I... I because I compare like, isn't down the street from your house? Well, I try to pass on the way home from work, so, I mean, it's really based, might as well be. But, no, the real reason is I, I just I like the process of it. You know what I mean? Like, I like it's kind of like getting a brew really quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? When I get over that, I'll, you know, I'll probably start doing that. No, I mean, for me, it's like a... It's fucking eight o'clock at night. Well, that's the thing. You I don't want to boil this thing now yeah. and like wait till ten thirty because I'm usually asleep by. Yeah, I was gonna say you you wake up earlier than I do when you go to bed way earlier. I'm usually up until at least ten, if not eleven. I really try to get in bed into bed by eleven. It's like shit. So, I got to do this. Oh. I usually brew on a Sunday, so on a Friday, you know, when I get home, I'll start it up. And, yeah, that works. But I don't trust my stir plate that I have. I'm gonna. I'm going to do the fan trick just because I can trust a low-voltage fan over I, you know, 120. We don't have to get into particular heated. details, but based upon who your wife is, I'm shocked that you don't have a baller motherfucking stir plate. Oh, I do. <laughs> a shaker table. Yeah. No, no, a shaker table. Yeah. Not even a stir plate, a shaker table. They let me borrow it for the weekend oh. when I brew, but it's you know it's a $1,500 yeah. heated stir plate. Right. But they're older... You know, like I'm like, and they had one go on fire recently uh-huh. at, at at their facility. So, yeah. like, when I went to bed, I tur- I tur- unplugged it. I was like, I yeah. can't try. It. If I'm awake, I'll, I'll it's trust like a it. toaster oven from the late seventies. Yeah. yeah, no, it sm- <laughs> has the same smell. You know, it's you like found the crock pot from Lost. Not from yeah. Lost. From uh, this is us. Lost. Jesus, we're back from. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've seen that episode. Yeah. Of the first couple ones. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I gave up on that show real quick. It was too uh, virtuous sig- signaling kind oh, of stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like it's got one of every character in it. You're like, <laughs> I don't need this. Yeah, are we, are we talking about Lost or the, this, this is us? This, this is, is us. Like, this is us. Lost at the beginning, I assume, has the same too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I only got up. The and smoke four. monster eats them one by one. That's, that's what when I, I that's when I stopped watching. I was like, I'm too scared for this. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. We watched the first episode, but my wife and I were dating. We watched the first episode. And I remember wanting to watch more, we just never did. And then out of nowhere, she picked it up when we moved in together and started watching it. And I started watching it. I'm like, I can't watch this well, shit. There's what like, is this? There's five billion episodes that aren't all an hour long. You're like, you can't, you can't like binge watch four episodes in a night. You're like, all right, well, now it's midnight and I, I go to work tomorrow. Right. And I'm scared to death. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, I got to go outside. I got to go turn on all the lights. Why yeah. are there so many lens flares? Oh, yeah. Damn you, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this will do pretty damn well in a competition. I think that uh, it's very well balanced. Um, it doesn't have any roast. Like, I don't get any. All of the yeah. bitterness comes from the hops, which is what's supposed to happen. Yeah, definitely the steeping uh, yeah, it, worked in your favor <laughs> on that front. Yeah, no, it, uh, it was the second time I brewed this. This is the first time I've ever done like a, a second batch of beer. Usually I do a different style every time. This is the first time I've done it again. Yeah. Uh, just because I knew it was a good beer, and I was—I actually wanted brewing this for Bayfest and Wales and Ales. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I brewed that. I was like, I know this one's a good one, so I might as well bring this. I want to bring something I don't know if it's going to be good or not. 
Oh, yeah, and pro- probably you just brewed a 10-gallon batch, right? Yep. And then you had yep. five exactly. for each? Yep. Um, the uh, What I'm curious about, just from a brewing standpoint, like, for instance, uh, uh, Greg and I at Bigger Brew Day at Great South Bay last weekend, we made a Black New England IPA, which is obviously in the same vein. Mm-hmm. We used um, my, you know, trademark Midnight Wheat. Um, we put it in in the last 20 minutes of the mash. Just to like completely make sure that nothing got in there, mm-hmm. even though because we were using a pound of it, so it's, you know it was a fair bit. Um, do you think that cold steeping it would be, go even further than put just capping the mash, or do you think that it was basically the same thing? No, cold steeping is definitely going to uh, cold steeping is really just pulling the color out. Okay. Yeah, it's black and inky. It's yeah. super viscous because you don't get shit from it. Um, like when that, that mash cap, and it's probably just because of how benign the, the midnight weed actually mm-hmm. is. But we, I was surprised. I thought I was going to get with a pound, even at, even with only twenty minutes. I was positive. Yeah. We were I mean, get something. It, and also, you know, the midnight weed too. Like the wheat doesn't have a husk, so that's where most of your like, oh yeah, I think roasty acrid flavors are coming from. So the <clears throat> the black prince, I think, is debittered yeah, too. So. It is. Yeah, but the funny thing is, I've noticed that with Black Prince, which I've used in the you know, used in the oatmeal style for a while for that same reason, and again, I probably should have cold steeped at least some of what I was using or something like that, or even capped the mash. Hey, yeah, a the later. Black Prince. I don't know if it's yeah. like the roast level on it, but yeah, I, it, it definitely it, gives it's kind of harsh. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of harsh. Five hundred Levapon or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Midnight Wheat's five fifty. This has two pounds for the ten gallons in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, so, yeah. Well, that's like, that's basically what we did for the midnight IPA. So. One and a half gallons of water, <laughs> like motor oil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. And it only goes in the last like fifteen minutes of the boil. Yeah, okay, cool. So Warflock and that. And That's neat. Chiller, everything all at once. Like, God, dang it, <laughs> too many things. <laughs> I don't like putting. I don't like doing fifteen minute hop additions because for that reason, mm-hmm. I, I try to get them all in either before or for whatever reason. Once the chiller's in there, and you know, for like five minutes, and I throw it in, I feel like the boils get back to being vigorous. Yeah, and it doesn't all just get stuck right to the right to the chiller. <laughs> Yeah, this had a mound of hops because I think it's a 13 or 14 ounces of hops in this for 10 gallons, which isn't a super large amount, but they were all 14, 15. <laughs> which isn't a super that. large amount. I don't think Mark and I used 15 <laughs> ounces of hops between the two of us last year. Well, for an IPA, I'm Pretty saying, close. Yeah. 10 it, gallons. Maybe too. a little bit more. No, we made the, the NEPA. Oh, this with the Sumac and Thai chili. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's true. That's true. There was like <laughs> seven ounces in that beer alone. Yeah, that's true. Um,. So in general, uh, you said you like trash beers. I'm assuming you're just pointing towards pill, like you know the lighter ones, pilsners, American light lagers, and the trashiest versions of those. Yeah, I know. You know, you're like, like yeah, Jenny Cream Ale, right? Jenny, Jenny Light. If Kevin were here right now, he'd smack you. Yeah, yeah. Jenny well, Cream that's Ale. all I drank before that. I didn't even like craft beer before I started brewing. That, yeah. that, that's just the prejudice that he developed going to college. No, spe- go. yeah. specifically for Jenny Cream Ale is my point. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. They said a little heavy, so I go for the light. Oh. Jenny Light. Oh no! Uh, you drink thirty of them in a day. You know, you're camping or something. And, you know, you wake up the next day feeling great. You yeah, know, you're hydrated. Like, I'm, I'm hydrated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, what's funny to me is going through um, the beer judge class again. We're tasting like all these styles again, and like the trash beers. If you take the German versions of that, like I'm still not down for like American Light Lager. Though I will say Coors Banquet. Hey, Coors Banquet for the first time. That is not a fucking terrible beer. Like, I don't want a lot of them. Like, but that one experience, I was like, wow, this is actually flavorful. Like, not I can get a little bit. What's that? Not even High Life. We didn't have High Life now. They got Coors uh, Banquet. Ba- Banquet is, is actually not that bad. Like, when you get switching to little pony bottles or whatever, we yeah. were in Montana at like 9,000 feet above sea level. I'm like, this tastes even better. <laughs> you know? Like, that's all they had, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> I've actually been getting into like a, a kick, and I'll shout out John DeSpirito because he pretty much, you know, made me think about it. He loves like Pilsners and like very classic German styles and the Czech Pell lagers and shit like that, like European lagers. And after drinking them through in the first class when we did the examples, I'm gonna have to maybe make one of those. You know, it's uh, not it's totally un unlike me to even think about doing that. But the idea of the the crispness and the 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 kind of crackery malt character, I was really into it. I had a Radenberger Pilsner yesterday after I played golf. That was phenomenal. The stupid little little like uh, tap handle hidden behind the monster like tap handles that are trying to garner everybody's attention. Right, right. And I'm like, I t- like I went like this, and I just like move my head to the side a little bit, and I just see this little tiny, tiny, yeah, <laughs> little tiny tap handle that says Radenberger. I'm like, that's what I want. He got the bartender's like, oh, that's so, I'm so glad somebody ordered this. He goes, we, want, we need to sell more of this. I love this beer. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, that, um, that's generally why I like like lighter beers too. It's like going fishing or golfing. You're like, all right, got to need a beer per hole kind of deal. And you, know, you do that with a craft beer. You're like <laughs> dead by, the, you know, halfway through. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, my my buddy was drinking about talk wave chasers while we were playing golf. I was excited about that because he's a little bit better than I am. By the twelfth yeah. hole, no, he's by the twelfth <laughs> hole, no, he's not. Yeah. Well, that's my thing. It's like I can go one through six pack, like I'm terrible. Six through eight, nine, I'm good, and then I'm like. <laughs> Tired, sweaty. I'll grab another ball. <laughs> I'm gonna put together Taking a. a uh, I'll put together a golf outing for the homebrew club. So uh, you'll have to. Uh, we'll come see that in person. Yeah, oh, that'll be an um, fire. No, that's, listen, it is going to be a hot mess. I'm going to show up with the Bud Lights. It's going to be, it's gonna be me, 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 and Kevin McKenna leading the charge on that one. Um, you, so we have uh, another another beverage you've made. What do we got now? <clears throat> Steinbrew, which is not really particularly made by me, but. Well, hopped and yeast by yeah, me. Well, you know, this is the whole thing where, uh, you know, the fermentation fermentation is probably the most difficult part of brewing, I think. Oh, just so he actually like marks with a Sharpie on it what the fuck it is. Oh, it's, really? His his system is not just the caps. Oh, yeah. You know what's funny? When you, the, My favorite part is when we use cap colors and I think it's blue and he thinks it's purple or, or some other colors that that's happened with. Pretty much just blue and purple, right? There wasn't another one, was there? No, yeah, it's yeah. pretty much just blue and purple. Um, and, you know, we're like, what What the hell? Or you rummage through boxes that you think are holding well, yeah, empty I bottles mean, that, and then you open it up and you go, when the fuck did I use that's orange the thing, caps? Because, because his, <laughs> his office is close to my house, so occasionally I'll be like, hey, because I'm not, like, before a meeting, I'm not coming all the way to Patchogue to go back to, like, Comac or some shit yeah. like that. So I'd be like, hey, man, can you, like, I forgot to grab this. Can you stop at my house, grab it from the box? You know, it's the one with the blue caps. Yeah. Well, no, I'd say yeah. I, it's the yeah. one with the purple caps. Right. And then he's like, there are no purple caps. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I'm like, I only see blue caps. He's like, we don't use blue caps. I'm like, I, I looking at them. Generally speaking, I only bottle for going to events or like bottle shares stuff like that or something like this so i'll know that all my beers are in you know a keg and towards the end of the keg i'll just bottle all those up so i know like hey i, bo- I bottled all that so i use this oh, cap gotcha. but when it's like i have to go somewhere now and i'm bringing you know three or four different beers that's when i usually mark the caps with a sharpie but i don't want to mark the competition ones because then i gotta get rid of the sharpie mark or whatever so it's like remember that color of the bottle and you know which won't work out my favorite one day but i mean later if you want i can show you justin's nightmare that's on the shelf over there because it's all the bottle caps oh jesus fucking christ yeah i have to leave if you show that <laughs> oh no there's like, Wait, three, there's like three or four hundred bottle caps in there no it's definitely more than that oh, but. I mean, it's all they're all mixed together the colors are all mixed like no 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 because no, i no. bought up a bunch of caps when arbor was closing oh. because i didn't i don't think i had Kegs yet when they were going out. You were so just sort like, of oh, trying to get, get in there. Cap- yeah, like I'll get some caps and then like I like put the bags in the little bin to like keep my shit organized. And I'm like I can get way more fucking <laughs> shit in here if I take them out of the bag. So I just cut all the bags open and dump them in loose. I walked downstairs. I had a seizure. I fell to the ground. And he's like, "Why?" And I just like went like this. I just pointed, like pointed at them. Oh, See, can't do it. It doesn't bother me with the caps, but my my uh, my assortment of Sharpie, uh, Sharpie highlighters at work. Oh, the 10. God. I have to put them in the order of the visible light spectrum. See, I have the. Uh, this is sc- why we're friends. I have we, the, all have our, we both have really weird, fucked up things. I have the scented <laughs> markers at home. I got to start using on my bottles. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Snister, there they are. Mr. <laughs> Sketch. See, like the ones that are scented like different things. I, I work in a school, so. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we drink this, I want to explain and describe it to people. I want to explain how this is. No, no. Made. Peach is the porter, <laughs> apricot is the stout. <laughs> Thanks. That's going to be helpful. Um, <laughs> I uh, So basically, if you haven't listened to a previous podcast where we talked about it, the process is simple. We mash in like normal, and then we put the wart or in, well, is it wart? Yeah, it's wart at that point. Yeah. We put the wart into um, a barrel, and then we heat up Belgian block in a fire, and we drunkenly drop a basket full of this Belgian block into the wart, and we boil it. And it's a lot of fun to boil it over, so we usually do it a couple times, and that produces terrible flavor, <laughs> which is why why we, we we lovingly refer to most of them as ashtray beers because they are very smoky usually, and uh, at least mine was. And I made the terrible, terrible decision. Yours was well, mine was terrible of uh, um, fermenting it with a Belgian yeast. So we should probably not use a phenolic yeast the next time I do this. I'm no, probably not yeah, going to bother. Yeah. But the, yeah. with K97 or whatever, which is the German. That's Kolsch yeast. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. The green one. Yeah. 
Um, that Pete Tripp would call that a trash yeast. He gave me three packets of that. <laughs> and he's like, this yeast is terrible. And I'm like, I love that yeast for when I do Berliner Weisses. <laughs> I, I think it produces actually a pretty decent beer. Well, no, gonna, your, yeah. yours tastes way better than Justin's. <laughs> yeah. Mine was really bad. I don't think he even offered it to me. No, I didn't bring it. I dumped it. I wouldn't bring it anywhere. It was horrible. He... Mark was aggressively uh, hating on it, and I was mad. But it was a, the reason I was mad is he was right. That was the frustrating part of the whole thing. He got it like close <laughs> to his face, and I think just out of respect, he took a tiny sip to see maybe he was wrong. He just put it down and went, "No." Yeah, I can't tell if it's I smoked a cigar on the way here or the ashiness has calmed down a little bit over the nine months or whatever it's been. <coughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> but yours has a a light like Roush beer sort of character to it. It's not like it's not aggressive or attacking the back of my throat. It definitely has that. You would think this was made with smoked malt, without question. If you didn't know that it was boiled with rocks, <laughs> yeah, like this is relatively enjoyable. Like you know, it's pretty crisp. It's got a little bit of smoke in it. It it's like, I mean, it's keeping the same general character characteristics as Justin's. But being on complete opposite ends of the spectrum as far as drinkability. Yeah, and that's really the neutral nature of the yeast you use. Justin's tasted like you took my aunt's ashtray from, like, 1990, (laughs) put it in a bucket, and then topped it off with some water, and then poured it into a glass. That's what his tasted like. It was pretty bad. Yeah, old can sitting outside with the cigarette butts in it. Yeah, it it wasn't good. But you know what? I didn't really make it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I put a... Bravo hops was it? Or we talked about this today. I think it was Bravo. I think so. Uh, yeah, that, when I pitched yeast, I threw you know an ounce of Bravo in it. Uh, oh, just like as a dry hop, basically. Yeah, kind of fermentation. Well, actually, high croissant esque. Well, the truth the truth <laughs> is that was probably a really good idea because you know the Steinberg sat around hot, you know in that little danger zone for a fair bit of time. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I took it home. It was still hot. I waited till the next. I yeah. left the bucket closed till the next day. Nothing was happening, so I was like, nothing's alive in there. And then I I dumped I, I dosed it. I pretty much blame Steinbrew for for my. Sometimes that works out. Like I get like some of the hand grenades people, like the Coney Island wart share that didn't get around to do anything with the wart for like two weeks. Oh yeah, that was concerning to me. Well, even like uh, last year, I think Greg said he got some, and he needed he couldn't do it for like three or four days. And he went out in the garage or something. Maybe it wasn't Greg. Maybe it was somebody else. And it was at least somebody. I think it might have been Greg. It was Greg telling me. I don't remember if it was him specifically or not. Maybe he can call in and breathe into the microphone and we can decipher whether it was him or not. Um, the uh, And it started fermenting. Like, <laughs> like he in the keg, it just started fermenting. Like, it just released pressure. Oh, that's gone. I think that the Steinbrew last year is what fucked up that one fermenter that I used for, the, uh, for that uh, god-awful cider. The bubbler? Yeah. I think that's what what uh, inoculated that with uh, some sort of foulness. I definitely reuse this bucket, so <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm not. Yeah, I'm well, again. Could have been it, my. Uh, who knows? Oh, could have been the coconut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Could have. The, the magic of the coconut. Yeah. It, the malt flavor on this also still comes through. It still has a you know, you know a like a like caramel and you know kind of a toasty um, malt character. I really enjoy it. I think they mentioned it's like all Vienna malt or something like that when I, when I was yeah. asking. What no, was Munich. It was 100 percent Munich. Was it? Yeah. 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 Usually, I think. Yeah, it's usually we should put a sack of Munich in. Um, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do something a little weird this year. <clears throat> We're going to need uh, hot dogs, mash, multiple <laughs> mash tons this year. No, I, I think I worked that out. I think I figured out how we're going to be able to do it um, without uh, doing that. I think I, I procured something. I'll say, I, I can do 20 gallons of over with my system or whatever. Yeah, I mean, if we need, so. to, if we need, listen, if we need to do that, I can do... We just need water. We just need to be able to mash. So I, I can do like you know twelve, somewhere between twelve and fifteen gallons, and you can do that same thing. And then you know, you, you know, within that, we'd have plenty between yeah. the three of us. So we'll, it'll it'll happen. The other thing we're doing is we're only going to, uh, I think we're only going to have um, enough for the people who, who want it. Considering I, I'm not super interested in just having the barrels. <laughs> yeah. <that car's> <laughs> well, yeah. that might be cool too. See what happens. Out of no, that. <laughs> no. Yeah, you don't have a brewery license that you can sell. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not into it. So, uh, what do you think about the Steinbrew? I mean, again, like, Brian's, I like Brian's a lot. It is the antithesis, antithesis of yours. Still fucked it up, but that's okay. <laughs> um, yes, it is. I got closer, though. <laughs> <laughs> you were more in the ballpark. 
Um, what we didn't do that we made uh, uh, Greg Kelly do, and I'd be remiss if oh, we didn't make you do it. Made him rate his own beer. Yeah, we have to we have to rate your beer. Oh, yeah, sure. um, and thankfully, you you are a, a valued watcher, not even just listener. You watch our fucking idiot faces talk about this. Um, it's the only reason YouTube doesn't <laughs> doesn't just like YouTube watch. Doesn't like, yeah. uh, no, we want to save our space yeah. for. Something. I'm the only yes. comment of all time too. I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Com- comment frequently. Yeah. Um, so let's go back action. to the let's go back to the first beer, the coconut porter. I'm gonna well, you you're gonna rate all of them first. So we don't taint, we don't taint you, but you know how would you rate it on our fucked up system? Which I think for the first time in sixty episodes or some shit, I'm gonna go over right now. <laughs> we haven't done that in a long motherfucking time. I think it's more recent than you think it is. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm gonna go bomber for the choke coconut. It's a little heavy. It's like kind of like a desserty kind of beer. It's a little it's a little a little thick. Yeah. Little pa- little pastry stout like little foreshadowing yeah, yeah. for a future episode. You're not drinking gallons of it. No, black IPA. I can drink gallons of though. That's all right. We'll go ahead. Then you rate. We'll do this that yeah, way. You rate nah. the black IPA now. Black IPA definitely gallons and. So you're going full keg on that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a commercial size keg of it. <laughs> um, and then oh, don't be don't Matt be Merrill. don't be Kevin right now. <laughs> yeah. No no custom ones. I know you're a guest, but. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Steinbrew definitely just a. A glass. Oh, you know, just a pint? Okay. No, not even a pint. Oh, taster? You know, yeah, just a taster. Oh, wow. All right. Just because it's it doesn't age well on the palate, I feel like. The more you drink it, the less you like it. That's why I usually only give people a couple ounces when they come over. Like, yeah, I made the, we made those hot rocks. Take a sip. Like, oh, this is great. I'm like, yeah, here's another beer. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't ever give them multiple <laughs> glasses of it. Well, listen, it's no That's 20. Why I, still, I still have it. It's no 2011 Steinbrew. But I, I I had to drink that. I know you did. Everybody does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was the dumbass who thought it was an honor. <laughs> With like the weird brass fitting on the top. I'm like, what is this? This is probably got lead in it. That's probably it not a good idea. Sure does. All right, Mark. How about you? Uh so the uh chocolate coconut porter is a bomber for me. The black IPA. I'm going to go with pint just because IPAs aren't really my thing, but it it is very good and like um that's if that was on tap at a brewery somewhere, like when I went to that brewery, I'd probably have a pint of it and then have something else that yeah. they have. Like, but you know, I, I do enjoy it, but I don't, for my palate, I can't have more than one. And then your, your Stein brew, that's going to be a pint for me as well. Um, get, I think it's pretty drinkable. I just don't know if I want the second glass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't offer to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, I'm going, uh, I'll also uh, go bomber on the, uh, coconut. I'm gonna go bomber on the black IPA. I really enjoy it. Um, I find myself enjoying really well done IPAs of all styles a lot more um, recently. I think that uh, the lupulin creep is starting to set in, and I'm able to tolerate hops and, and hoppier beers and bit more bitter beers better than I used to. I'm not sure how much of it is lupulin shift and how much of it is brewers just like bringing the bitterness back because they want to sell more beer. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I noticed um, in, in Asheville, is all West Coast-style IPAs till you're like, all right, can I get something that's, like, drinkable? You know, like, you, you, yeah. you're like, I can't have a pint of this. I feel like, like a place like that, they really hold out for the old old school IPA. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then for the Steinbrew, I'm going to go uh, pint on that as well. I'm going to take Mark with a pint. We're going to rate that better than you did. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I enjoy drinking it. I think it's a I think it's akin, like I said, to drinking a, a, a mild Roush beer in the sense that if you're not into something that's smoked, you're gonna fucking hate it. Yeah. But if you if you can tolerate it a little bit and you, you want to be adventurous, it's definitely there. These, all these styles aren't really beers that I necessarily like. Love like of like the styles that I'd like to brew. Just what I happen to have left over, obviously, because I drank all the stuff I like. You know, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just telling the wife this morning that I need to brew soon, just because I, I got nothing left. I do too, but like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I have the worst fucking luck. <laughs> I so. For Father's Day, I used my brewing kettle to sous vide the uh, cowboy steaks that my mother-in-law had got. And then I went to clean it out, and I had it kettle full with PBDW, and I heated it up, and I was letting it sit. And then uh, my Whirlpool port decided that it was just going to start leaking. 
So like my favorite part was when you rested when gallons. you rested the hose on it and it moved a sixteenth of an inch, yet it started pouring out of it. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, when I did my world report, I did the one with, like the long stem from the top. I'm like one less hole below one uh, line is better for uh, me. Yeah. You know, it was a little more dollars than the one that you just put, you know put at whatever height. But I was like, we can't we can't do that because we have a basket. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And I have to have the basket in my kettle when he's chilling to, to support the chiller. Otherwise, the chiller will be sitting directly on the boil coil, mm-hmm. which I don't think is probably in my best interest. No, especially not full of water. The weight would be yeah. a lot in there. So that started leaking. And then also, uh, at some point, I set the kettle down where the, uh, I guess, oh, the, the, the receptacle the te- for the, the power plug was on the the temp probe cable and it like broke the cable. This is the second temp cable that you've yes. broken. <laughs> yes, it is the second temp cable I have broken. So I I went on to Auburn's website. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna order a replacement part. Well after it took me like forty five minutes to find the fucking thing because their website is organized like a fucking terrible it's, or, it's organized piece of like shit. it's organized like you organize bottle caps. <laughs> I feel like it has slightly more organization than that. But, so I ordered the thing, and I'm like, all right, it's coming on Saturday. So I get the envelope yesterday, and I open it up. I pull out the cable. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? (laughs) It's supposed to be a clear braided cable with two RTD connections on each side. This one has one RTD connection. It is white, and then it has a temp probe at the end. I'm like, what the fuck? And behind it is words that say... Like X foot cable braided with two RTD connections, and it's like, who did this? <laughs> yeah. And it was packed by somebody, and then checked by somebody else based on the yeah, initials stamps. on, on yeah. the uh, the packing slip. I'm Quality like, fucking Christ! Stickers. So I emailed Auburn, being like, "This is not what I ordered." And because it was Saturday, I'm assuming I'm not going to hear back until tomorrow at least. Probably not. <laughs> See, luckily I have an Amazon Basic brewing system. I ordered all of my parts off Amazon and built it off of Amazon. We probably could have found this particular thing on Amazon. It's fairly common, but like I know Auburn's really good quality. I've ordered most of my stuff from them, and on top of that, I'm 95% sure that that's who High Gravity, who oh. the system is, bought their shit from. So Definitely. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, that's the that's the one frustrating part of having like say an electric system or something like that. Is it beyond you know if you if you all you use was still the the propane like there's very other than the whirlpool issue that you had there's very few things that can go wrong with that. Whereas on our end, obviously, so far this Spiders. year you, you've had <laughs> you've had that, and I've I had my system eat itself. You know that was fun. But like I have the for whatever reason when I order shit for uh, home brewing, worse luck. They send me the wrong crap. And it's not just like one company. Like it, this shit happens all the time. Like I told him, I ordered, I ordered quick disconnects for more beer, and I, like I ordered a female, the female half, and they shipped me the male. And I'm like, this. I emailed more beers customer service. I'm like, this doesn't look like a female coupling to you, does it? <laughs> they don't see gender. <laughs> yeah. It's a transgender coupling. <laughs> but, like, that's so, like, this, this is the second time in, like, a year that this shit has happened to me. I did uh, a Brewers Hardware or whatever for all of my, like, couplers. Yeah, that's what I used to. fittings and stuff like that, which it was nice, like. but Brewers I, Hardware or Brew Hardware? Guy in New Jersey, I think. Yeah, that's, that's Brew, Brew Hardware. hardware. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're great. And I, I will say that if you call them, they will sit there on the phone with you, figure out what the fuck you need. The problem is, if some shit is out of stock, if something's popular... It's rough. I and that's it. what's what Mark ran into with the Whirlpool. No, thing. that's oh, that was no. That's Brewers Hardware. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're they also have that problem though. Brewer Hardware. I've noticed they have a lot of times things are on back order for. Oh yeah, well, time. like all the things I want. I was like, back well, order. I have you know, the, want to come back. I home. have this yeah. gift card f- that I picked up at the beer competition. I'm like, and I looked at their website. I'm like, well, I guess like, and I was looking, and I'm like, I didn't see anything that would be useful to me. So I was like, all right, well, I guess when it's time to replace the silicone tubing again, like I'll get it from there. And then I was like, oh, and then this shit happened with the Whirlpool, Whirlpool port. Most of these beers are over like 7% or whatever. <laughs> it, I th- I'm pretty sure Mark, it's Mark the... actually speaks better after like he's yeah, a little buzzed. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty, pretty he's, sure he's this nerves. lack of sleep. <laughs> um, but. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. So I look <laughs> on their website and I find the weld- weldless bulkhead. And it's like back ordered until the end of June. I'm like, 
It's almost the All end right. of June. Well, it's like a week and a half. I can deal with that. So I order it, and then like the next day or something like that, somebody from customer service emails me, and they're like, oh, hey, I saw your order, but uh, I just wanted to let you know that it's not going to be in stock until the end of August. And I'm like, I saw the end of June when I ordered it. The end of August is a different story altogether. <laughs> like, can I cancel it? And then what happens with the gift card? So they, they canceled it. They refunded card. me. They issued me a new gift card. So I'm all good on that front. So I guess I'm waiting to use that until I need <laughs> new silicone tubing. It's an intended purpose. Yes. So uh, speaking of next brew, you said you, you, know, you probably brew you know one of your wheelhouse beers next, like a cream ale or something. I, I'm probably going to do like some sort of smash beer because I have eight ounces of like a Zaka. I'm like, eh, I might as well just make a smash. If we're going to use all one hop, just might as well keep it all one grain kind of deal. Uh, also, get just kind of grain when I buy that. Do you have too. any Galaxy? Because I'm pretty sure that like it's worth more than gold right now. Yeah, I think it, as, as I saw, it was almost $50 a pound. All I have, I, I stocked up on Citra. I like Liberty a lot. I don't know why. Probably because the first beer I ever brewed had Liberty in it. It's also just like a standard. It's a, a noble esque cop, right? Like yeah. A, it's a, it's yeah, a American, noble. American noble. Yeah. yeah, it's based on like the German Hallard Tau. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just like the American version of that. So interesting. Uh, that was like the first cream ale that I made was with that. So that's when I tried to just use that. I use it for bittering sometimes. You know, you have to use a shit ton because it's only like five percent or something like that. Right. So uh, the lemon wheat beer, you know, it's got some grassy notes to it. Some lemon from the Liberty. So I just use that for bittering, and then I use lemon drop at the end. At like a, a hop stand. See, when I do cream ales, I go really old school and I use cluster. <laughs> <laughs> we should use cluster in the uh, in the bearded garden. So, so at home, at home, I have growing cluster. Like, fuck, <laughs> I have Columbus. Oh God, so many <laughs> Willamette. Willamette. Thank you. Chinook. I was drinking Comet. I know. I think one other one that I have growing at home. I like know. Comet. That's one of my. I become one of my uh, my favorite hops to use. If I if I, on the rare case where I've made like two times, I've made an IPA. Um, Comet was a non aggressive citrus, like grapefruit type citrus mm-hmm. that I could put in there. Yeah, that's the first year plant, so I'm not probably gonna get a lot out of that one. But yeah. all my other plants are already starting to bud, which is crazy because it's still so early. But uh, yeah, I tried growing hops along the side of my garage. A couple of years ago, and it didn't go well because they didn't get enough sun. But I don't want to put them in my backyard because my dogs are idiots and they <laughs> eat grass all the time. And I don't want them to die. Monitor in my front yard. My all my neighbors like you grow in pot. I'm like yeah, <laughs> no, they're hot. I swear. <laughs> they're right in my front yard, and I have like big, you know, fifteen foot long ropes hanging off. Oh of yeah, yeah. With a big like ten, twelve foot tall pipe with like a board going across, like to to bounce them all out. So. So I wanted to drink this beer with Brian. It is from company uh, from a brewing company called Green Man. Uh, it's called Hop Hustler, and it's an experimental ale because uh, this was among the set of beers that you had brought us back from Asheville. And can you tell everybody why you brought it back? Because it actually reminds me of the beer that I made for the beer expo, the mm-hmm. one that I won first place with. It tastes extremely similar to that. So what what kind of beer was that? <laughs> it was originally a cream ale that I wanted to just dousing with citra. So, nice, <laughs> and you and uh, Greg, so it was a pale ale. That's why I, I, yeah, I put it yeah. in a pale ale. Yeah, we had drank it at a bottle <laughs> share. Greg and I were like, "This is put this in pale. This this would be phenomenal. This would be really good." You guys got me yeah. in competitions, which yeah. is really annoying because now I'm like, look, <laughs> yeah. look, look, I'm five for five right now on Long Island. Uh, I've placed in all of the competitions I've, I've entered, besides nice. pro ams. I don't count those because yeah. those are somewhat subjective. I feel like, but that's just me. Uh, they're run like every other competition. I can every, promise every you, kind of, every yeah. competition becomes subjective. That's yeah. exactly what I was about to say. They're run like every other yeah. competition, which is there's definitely a level of subjectivity yeah. so to it. The only one I didn't place in was uh, Croizen Cup in the Hudson Valley. Uh, but that beer, when I sent it out, was literally just a corn bomb. <laughs> oh, okay, because <laughs> the flaked flaked uh, maize. I got really good efficiency, and it, it was very corny. There's no lack of a better term, but uh, I knew when I sent those out, but it was the only beer I had ready. So I was like, well, see what happens. Yeah. No, that that, that happens sometimes. But, but if I put it in a cream milk category, it probably would have been fine. You know, like that. Might have been, it might have been over. But then it would have been, been, pr- been better. <laughs> yeah, it would have probably scored better. Yeah, so this is a relatively hazy, like, uh, like a pale, pale yellow. It's got a... Really interesting uh, head to it. Very, very rock, like rocky for a, a pale beer. Kind of mix of large and white bubbles. Tons of lacing. This, I, didn't, uh, I, didn't, I didn't give myself a judging pour, so yeah, I, I got no head. All I got, <laughs> all I got is metallic flavor. 
You get the, I mean, no, no pickle farts. <laughs> pickle no. farts. No. Yeah, that was a great or baby baby puke. Yeah, the uh, the aroma is is very uh, very hoppy. It's got a kind of a mix of grassy, maybe a little bit of citrus in the back, like a lemon like citrus. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, this is crisp and tasty though. This is straight up lawnmower beer. Like, <laughs> I was say I think it's six point five or something like that too. Oh, awesome. Nope, sorry, lied for eight. Oh, I was gonna say six, at six five, six five. I could be doing some figure eights on my lawnmower, just like fucking trucking this around. Guy showing off, right on tractor. <laughs> I pay somebody to do it right now. Yeah, I use the white privilege over here. I think. <laughs> I think I'm gonna pay. Uh, I think I'm gonna pay for somebody to do my, my parents' lawn, so I don't have to keep driving. I pay somebody to cut my grass so I can form my front lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, at a certain point, it's gonna be like, why am I spending thirty dollars? I could just start the lawnmower, leave it in one spot. <laughs> Maybe next year. I have more beds to build before that happens. Yes. Um, so is this? I mean, I don't. I don't. I know. I know that I drank the beer that you you were referring to in terms of this reminding you. But like, how close do you remember this being to to what you made? Not at all, because it's been a year. Oh, you don't remember? Okay, yeah. It, and I haven't really been able to reproduce that first one again because I, I built a new system. Right. So like, I was doing direct fire recirculation. Now I have a Herm system. And uh, I feel like my efficiency went from like 70, 70%, 75% to where I get like 85 to 90% now efficiency. The last, the, so the last batch I brewed, I, I got 80. I was, I, I was way over. Well, I'm also And I was to, right on volume, too. I, was, I thought this whole time I was boiling off too much and low on volume, and the volume was right to the fermenter. It was right at 5.5. Five. Yeah. It freaked me out. Well, I'm also was always doing like single infusion style. Like it was like most beer programs like don't. They have single infusion or like something else. I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll heat up the water, throw it in there, let it cool down. Like, but I have the ability to control my own heat. Why am I doing this to myself? Yeah, I got, I got to start doing like protein rest, acidification, and then you know regular mash temp. But I well, especially for the type of beers you like to brew, the lighter exactly. beers. I, yeah, that's one of the you know one of the big things. Every time anybody comes over my uh, mine or Mark's house and sees us brew, it's we're like 152 and we like walk away. See, Everyone's like the fuck like yeah I, what am i doing i, I only need a couple hundred more That's dollars it? worth of <laughs> fittings and stuff to i built my beer stand now i I built a controller panel already and that control panel is going to control a, a solenoid for a propane valve that's going to adjust my heat for me on my hot liquor tank which my coils obviously and so i can adjust my temperature that way so it's one of those things my wife always says like you never finish projects all i do is start them get to about 98 percent, and then never finish them so right now I set my two burner set up my old school underneath my current stand and I just do it that way. And I it built works. A, I built a control panel and everything already. Like I did the hard part. Now I really just need one solenoid. You did the fun part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what I find is that you know I have part of the project that I really want to do and then I do it and it was the same thing with my kettle. Although I took a whole week off from work to do it, so I made sure I got the, I got it all done. Yeah. Um, but the drilling my kettle and all that other stuff, I was like. I did that after work each day, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you're mad, like, I, oh, all yeah. right, first step, <laughs> right. exactly. And I, then you go one over, and you're like, son of a biscuit. <laughs> I was, I was paranoid about it because everyone's always freaking out, and I almost bought the uh, the special thing where like the punch. Yeah. I almost bought the punches. If the punches weren't like seventy five dollars mm-hmm. for each size, if they were even twenty bucks or twenty five dollars a size, I would have just bought the punches because it would have made a nice clean haul. Yep. I wouldn't have to file it, but whatever. Um, it. Who files it? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I, I just refiled it because I shredded a uh, an O ring. Um, that's what she said. <laughs> I don't know if that works. Does that it, work? That sounds painful. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I don't know. I just like my whole butt shriveled up when I heard yeah, that. A little peculation. <laughs> All right. On that note, <laughs> thank you very much for coming on. Thank you very uh, no much problem. for the beer that we're still going to work through yeah. in future episodes. No problem. I'm glad that we could uh, abscond you. I know that. Um, a number of people in the club have come up to me and gone, I really fucking like that guy. Where did he come from? But I like taking a little piece of credit for you joining. Uh, it was mostly Dan. He said I get a 10% discount if I join the club. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, again, thank you very much. No problem. Thanks. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. 
Thanks for listening and cheers for local beers.